Well, it's another episode here on Wake Up With KC, and today we're going to talk about my favorite subject, my favorite topic, spirituality, and I have a very special guest joining us today just to talk about that. Please welcome Wendy Becerra. Wendy, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me on this interview and on the on your show. Oh, it's a pleasure and an honor. I love talking to like-minded human beings that are on the same spiritual journey, that get it, understand it, and have their own unique, you know, spiritual gifts that they're using to help others. Can you share, you know, how this started, your spiritual journey started? Oh, my goodness. So my spiritual journey, I can't say it's really linear as most, as we know there aren't. I had a level of spirituality when I was, when I was young, when I was little, I was always playing in dirt and rocks and all this kind of stuff. And my grandmother noticed that. So she's not no longer with us, but at the time there was that, she knew that there was something, a special gift that was there. I saw ghosts when I was young you know, this kind of thing. I went through a spot where it scared me and it shut down. And then again, I, but I was always curious about the supernatural and Bermuda Triangle and the pyramids and ghosts and all of these different, it always piqued me. So I, when I picked my friends, if I mentioned any of those things and they didn't, uh, you know, resonate, then I knew I had to keep moving so I could find my tribe in a sense. So that shut off and my teenagers, it went on. And then somewhere, probably when I got married, I would say that was somewhere around 28. You know, I came up from a space with a lot of turbulence and stuff. And around that spot, we decided to make a move up to West Palm. And when we did that, it gave me a level of opportunity to now search into these things that were innately there so that I could find some language for it. Started taking classes, you know, was going on my own serendipitous um you know a synchronistic journey of all these different things popping in spirit would always drop in a message right when i needed it you know i went through a lot of that stuff till we got here so i it's like climbing a mountain you go up a couple of you know feet or whatnot and then you take a break and then you go up again so i would say that that's how my journey in spirituality has gotten me here wow and <laughs> i so relate to that because it's so <laughs> resonates <laughs> like the same with me with my path um but isn't it fascinating that you know when we're kids you know it's we're of pure that pureness and we're still open and we could see feel and you know even though we don't understand it but then when we try to share that it's like Oh, no, you're just imagining things. You know, there's no such thing as that. Yep. You know, and even like with the, it's like an unfamiliar, you know, experience. You're, you know, and then when you get told that, oh, that can't be so and all this other stuff. And, oh, well, that's just the, you know, of the devil and whatnot. It's sort of, that's when. I guess the veil sort of comes down mm -hmm. and then that's when the separation, because when you're kids, you're already one, right. next, 
oneness, connected to spirit, connected, because in honesty, we're divine spiritual beings, sexual beings inside of a human being. Exactly. It's like there's a soul in here, ghost, that's mm -hmm. in a machine, and it's just experiencing life. Yep, this is true. I often felt as a child like the feeling that we were here to do something important. I didn't know what it was. I didn't have language for it. And I would watch the adults in my life. And I'm like, wait a minute. They're supposed to be doing something. But this doesn't look like I just couldn't have find the language for it. So to see all of these different things, it never quite made sense. But it wasn't until as you get older that you start realizing, oh, that's what was going on. The adults just didn't feel like they were in the plan. I, you know, I got that early. They're not in the plan. I didn't know what that meant, but it was pretty interesting. It was pretty interesting to have that acknowledgement. Right. And then even like growing up as a kid, you know, cause I don't know what, you know, you, what religion you were brought up in, but in, I was brought up in the Southern Baptist religion. So mm -hmm. when I'm getting told you got to do this, this, you know, read the Bible, it's the word of God, you know, it's Holy Spirit filled and whatnot. I was questioning you know, like, wait a minute, this doesn't sound right. This doesn't feel right. Mm. And as a kid, you depend on your parents or your caretaker because they're older, supposed to be wiser. But that's mm. not necessary truth. It's the belief of what they're passing it down to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's a conflict between what your soul's trying to communicate to you Mm -hmm. of what's truth yep. and what's not truth and i feel like that's where the confusion really is and that's why people are confused there there's like a false identity of who they are I and that's really struggle mm -hmm. would you agree? i i would agree with that and in my case i was brought up catholic we would go to church, especially for like Palm Sunday. That was, that was important. Um, we read from the Bible. My dad wanted to make sure that we learned from the Bible. Um, my grandmother had my, my paternal grandmother had certain beliefs. My, my maternal grandmother, she passed when I was very young. So I really didn't have that connection. Plus they lived in Massachusetts and we were in Miami at that time. And that's where my grandparents resided. So I had that connection with my grandmother for certain parties and events that we went to that my dad didn't agree with, my mom didn't agree with. So, but at the same time, they understood that there was a level of the supernatural that fascinated me, but they want, it's not like, you know, when it was things that seemed way occulty and stuff, I knew enough that that was not my realm. I knew that early enough where I belonged and when I stepped too far out, I guess angels fear to tread kind of thing. But, um, I'm grateful for the fact that there was a level of, you know, openness because they knew that I was curious and I had my different, but, um, you know, always my, my Catholic religion was what was first and foremost. Still to this day, my dad, I love him to pieces. He has his spiritual beliefs. And when it comes down to that type of, uh, that realm in our relationship, we really don't talk too much. I don't want to step on anybody's toes. He's entitled to believe what he believes. But at the same time, there's this grand picture that that I'm involved with. So, you know, I, I take my wares to where it can be received and hold myself when I can't. <laughs> wow. But isn't it, it's sort of sad to me because some 
parents are not that supportive, they are more, they use intimidation, manipulation, and put fear in you if you step out because you don't want, like, you feel led not to go that to their beliefs right. and whatnot. And they disown you. They, you know, they talk bad. They, and it's like, wow, like, you're so stuck in, in what you believe in and you think this is the way. But what if it's not? I want to go, okay, I love you and respect you, but I'm going this way. Yeah. You can do what you want, but this is what I believe. And it be okay. But in a lot of cases, that's it's not, not the case. like that. Yeah, I agree that's with you. Sad. Yeah, it is sad. It is sad. As in with anything, whether it be spirituality or anything else, we want our community. So, you know, that's that's very important to me. The whole thing with community and having I didn't have a big community. And it took me a while to say that even community can be one or two people if that's all that it can be at that particular time. So, yeah, it's it's really important. It's sad that when you don't have that background, you know, or you don't have that kind of support. I'm grateful for the fact that I did have a level of that kind of support, or at least it was one of those topics that we just didn't touch just to keep the relationship intact, you know? Right. The minute that somebody's telling me I gotta, shoulda, woulda, I'm out the door. I don't do the yeah. coulda, shoulda, woulda kind of thing. I don't, I just mm -mm. don't. Like that. Mm -mm. And, you know, there's so many misconceptions, even in, in the religion that people don't understand because of the way they interpret mm -hmm. the message. And I'll go as far as it being interpreted for us. <laughs> yeah. You know, to keep us, to keep the hidden things from us. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, even reading the book, I, I felt like, well, wait a minute, there, something ain't right. There's a missing piece to this. And it didn't make sense to me. I'm like, well, how can you say this in one part of the chapter of the book? And then over here on another chapter, it's total opposite. Right. Yep. Yep. You know, that's contradicting itself. So where's the truth on this? Uh-huh. And I, when you start questioning your beliefs that's the that's when your journey begins this is correct this is correct and then it's so fascinating because that's what happened to me because i started experiencing things i didn't understand what i was so i was going to the church and you know they were saying oh the fire of god is on you and you know you're getting drunk in the spirit and you know and they were prophesizing and saying all these stuff and i didn't know understand what I was experiencing. So I just trusted them that they were, t and they had it all wrong too. <laughs> come to find out now. Yep. Yep. But I feel now it's like, it got me to where to help me experience the things, even though I didn't understand it, but I was relying on them and whatnot. That was the whole journey to get me to that open opening up to my spirituality. And then when I started recognizing and discerning. I said, no, that something, mm -mm, I have to go elsewhere. And I started asking these questions and then people started showing up. You know, the signs, you know, and there was like two or three signs. Cause that's what I do is like, okay, I got this sign. All right. If there's something to this, I want another sign. 
to validate and confirm that you're communicating to me. Exactly. Fair enough. I was like, okay, I'm paying attention. <laughs> you got my attention here. I agree. So, I guess I, at one point, cause it just came back to me and it was like, they just said, well, you wanted to be the student. The teachers are going to come. And it was like, the universe is the master, the teacher. And I, and I was like, okay, universe, I'm ready to learn. I'm, I, I am now the student. Show me the truth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. I'd rather have the truth than the lie, the deceit, and the bullshit. I agree wholeheartedly. And, I and when you go through this, the freedom that you feel. Yes, ma'am. It's like something just lifts off of you and you're like, you really like, it's almost like being baptized in a way. It's not through the water. Yes. It's right. something from the inside coming up and out on the outside. It's like a rebirthing, a baptism. Yes, ma'am. Wholeheartedly. Like, wow. Okay. And like, what's next? What, you know, you know, teach me more. I want to understand more. And the connections are there. The connections are there. And then you begin to see just the intric what it, intricacies of our connections. When we say we're all connected, what does that really mean? You know what I mean? You begin to feel and, and get plugged in. I, I, the only thing that really comes to my mind, short of an example, is Avatar, connecting to the animals and connecting to the trees. That's, that's all that comes to mind is that interconnectedness now you can really see. No. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. I it, it's it's just mind blowing to me. And I just look around and I now I'm at a point to where, you know, everyone's on their own soul path and their journey to learn, to experience. And I just like, okay. And I everyone's like a god to me. Like, oh, like I can look at you and say, wow. God, I wonder what you're doing and experiencing through that person. This is correct. There's a saying in Spanish, and I'll, I'll, I'll translate it. En cada cabeza un mundo. That means in every head, a world. In every single head, your head, your neighbor's head. This head is full. It's a different world. It's your world. It's my world. And isn't it beautiful that we can collide all of these and collaborate all these worlds and all these individual heads and put them all together? That's wow. connectedness. That's pretty big. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Talk about unity consciousness. <laughs> you know, I just read something about that from Dr. Wayne Dreyer. Mm -hmm. He goes, there's three consciousness. There's the ego consciousness. Mm -hmm. And there is the... spiritual consciousness and then there's the unity consciousness mm -hmm. yes and i was just like that's mind-blowing wow that's mind-blowing that's big that's big and so it's funny because it showed up like you're speaking of it but i just got done watching a, a little <laughs> video clip of him talking about that that's like, so wow. wild. <laughs> Synchronicity, baby. There you go. There you go. Synchronicity and serendipity has been so big in my life. So big. 
I actually got the words tattooed on me. Okay. Oh, wow. I mean, it's, it's constant and it's been that way for as long as I can remember. I've said something or I've had a thought and then within a week, back in the day, it used to be a week. Now it's instantaneous. I'll have a conversation with my husband and if the television's on, the television is saying something exactly, or I love you, honey. And the TV says, I love you too. <laughs> or we're saying something and then the TV's like, yeah, I'm like, oh my goodness, but how does this even happen? This, I mean, it's synchronistic. And then if I had a question about something, I wonder this thing and then serendipitously, it falls this way either in my ear, in my email, in my ear, I was going to say in my email, or somehow it comes to my, so when you say about these synchronistic messages, I wholeheartedly am on board that that's the way that the universe and spirit moves. It takes us right to what we need to see and that we're on the right track. Absolutely. I wholeheartedly That's am. like, you know, guidance. For those you who know? have eyes to see and ears to hear. Yep. And, you know, you, it's like, you also have to, like, when you start waking up, you start, you know, I want to be careful what I see and what I hear. Amen. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Ma I do not need to be bombarded with negative, negative, negative net because it's programming in here. This is the temple in here, this mind. It's not just what we feed our mouth. It's what we feed our eyes. I, I had a neighbor. We stopped to chat about a month ago, and he was talking about all these different things. And I'm like, well, listen, have you heard that the drugs on the – he was complaining about medication and all this stuff. I said, have you heard when you hear the commercials about your asthma and your pain? They're making you claim this stuff. And he's like, oh, I didn't realize that. I said, and then if you hear when you're watching the news or, you know, because he was complaining about Fox News or whatever it was. And I'm like, are you allowed to make your own opinion or is this news station giving you and feeding your own opinion? And he's like, oh, my goodness. He's like, that's amazing. So I'm like, start thinking about what it is that you're ingesting. It's not just what you're putting in your mouth. It's what you're watching. It's what you're listening. What are these subtleties telling you? And then you subconsciously believe in our programmed because it's you're absolutely right casey absolutely the program comes from every single place that you're in i don't want to you know make anything small but when we talk about covid we've not had covid in my household we've not had covid in the whole time so i don't want to be arrogant but i'm not out there licking toilets either <laughs> you know right. what i mean but um you know there's a level of what are we feeding ourselves if we're taking care of all of those bases, then that boogeyman that's out there that they're telling us to be afraid about isn't even there. I don't know about you, but I don't have any boogeyman living in my house. At least I have other ones, but not those. So we've just, to your point again, we've got to be very mindful about what it is that we're permitting in our environment that can be perhaps unconsciously programming us. You're absolutely right. Absolutely correct. And, you know, as a, a star seed and a light worker, energy healer and energy worker, just like you, you know, it's, we have to take care of all aspects, you know, our health, what we eat and, you know, yeah, exercise because exercise, you know, movement, going for a walk. I like dancing, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'll just dance, you yeah. know, because I love music. Music is so therapeutic. Yes, it is. You know, and you got to be careful with music, too, because yes. the tones and the frequencies resonates with the chakras that we have. 
That's so correct. are you listening and feeling good vibrations, good frequencies, or is it, um, I would say like clogging up your chakras and then it lowers your frequency and vibration and it mm -hmm. makes you feel opposite of love. It can, um, you know, there'd be anger because mm -hmm. music has that feel. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. You know, and I'm just like, wow. And some of the music that I, you know, hear, I was like, wow, why, why are they perpetrating this? Yeah, that's like spreading cancer. It really is. Of negative energy. Yes, ma'am. I'm like, you guys aren't, you're not thinking about the importance of the well-being of human beings or the planet. And you're just there to make the money. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, if you want to make a difference and an impact, then do it in the positive way. Yes, ma'am. And support that. How about we vote with our dollars and put it in the pockets of the people who are doing that kind of thing? You know, to your point, too, I, I have gotten a couple of phone calls off and on. And the people that I was speaking to were either going through anxiety or depression, like lethargic. And I'm like, well, do you respond well to music? That was one of my things. I'm like, find yourself your happiest music that there is. You know, the binaurals and the sofagios, those are great. Some people, like me, I love to clean my house with very loud music when nobody's home. Because then I can dance. I can dance with my broom if I want to or whatever that looks like. But my my remedy for those things, yeah, I'll allow myself to be sad. I usually tell my people, give yourself 24 hours. We need to sometimes express and feel. But mm -hmm. I don't give myself longer, uh, a permission longer than 24, 48 hours, depending on what it is. And then right there, I'm finding my happiest music, whatever, whatever cheesy, whatever. I have my playlist that I know that when I play that stuff, it just elevates me way up. So why I'm saying that is that some people, they, they love the binaurals and they love the solfagios. Some people don't or they need a little something else find positive music. You're absolutely right about that too. What are the lyrics telling you? Are they lifting you up? Are they, you know, helping other people lift you up? Are you lifting up yourself and then lifting up your brother? What, or your sister, what does this music sound like? So I've, I've got a whole bunch. I could go into, so, so just like the language of crystals and spirituality, music is also my, my language. I call it music is my religion. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I used to say, cut me and I bleed music. That's wow. Cut me and I bleed music. Yeah. Yeah. I did. And what you just mentioned before, you know, about giving yourself 24, 48 hours, you know, I've learned to do that. The same thing. And I, it's like, I have a pep talk with myself. <laughs> yes. I hear that. Like, okay, girl. I know this is traumatic. This is, you know, this is circumstances. This is not what you anticipated or you expected. And it hurts. But you know what? You're human too. Go embrace this feeling, mm -hmm. this energy. And then you got 24 hours to clear it. Yes. Yes. And I think that, you know, we've been unconsciously and not taught of how to cope with the feelings our energies our emotions to where we just shove them down yep are we stay in that 
state of being, it's almost like being a victim to where that depression, the anxiety, that's what anxiety I feel is because you hold so much, it's manifesting in that anxiety because it's, it doesn't know what to do. It's all, and that's how your body's reacting instead of sitting down and acknowledging or getting of where the root yes ma'am of where it was created mm -hmm. exactly once you get to the root of it yeah boom done yep you and know you have to be a prisoner of it and it is some emotional energetic trauma from either a past life or in your childhood mm-hmm yes ma'am Yes, ma'am. Or a combination of the two. And then how about the people who have anxiety and aren't realizing that that's like the equivalent of our dashboard? Our dashboard will say when we need to check the tires or we need to put oil in the car. I feel like at times anxiety is that as well. It's kind of like, hey, something's not right here. Listen to me. I'm trying to give you a signal. You know, something's not quite right here. It's not gelling with me. And we're like, I'm just feeling, but there's, you're absolutely right. There's not that going back to the root where your body is going ding, ding, ding for a reason. And you're just like, no, nope, don't want to look at it. No, nope, don't want to look at it. At some point it's going to manifest in a physical way. Mm -hmm. At some point it's going to be something where you cannot now control anxiety anymore. It becomes like breathing. Anything that's a perceived stress, you're in anxiety mode. So, it's a program your body because when you first experience trauma mm -hmm. it changes the biochemistry in your body absolutely and some people got so familiar with it that anything that happened it just triggered the body automatically re reacts instead like of a short circuit yeah yep yep absolutely so absolutely. it's to me it's okay how because there's some the younger generation is so full of it mm -hmm. and i feel confusion um or they're so disconnected and unconnected and they don't feel heard either because back in the day it was you were to be seen and not heard oh so growing up with yeah <laughs> So shove it down. Little boys don't cry. Shove it down. <laughs> uh -huh. You know, it, it was done with good intentions because they didn't know any better. But that's why we've we've traveled from our center because now we don't even know how to show what it is that we really have inside. Oh, if I show this, then it's a, a sign of vulnerability or weakness. You know, they, they equate the two. It's mm -hmm. not like, hey, I'm sharing something with you of a sensitive nature. No, it's because you're a wuss. <laughs> so it's it's a different way of thinking. I believe that what what there's so many beautiful things that are coming out now. There's also so many things that are detrimental. So we've got to be very careful that we have a buffet out there. But what are we going to put on our buffet plate? You know what I mean? Yes, you know, get yourself informed. There's so all these wonderful things that are out there, but there's also these beliefs. I'm not out there to throw the baby out with the bathwater, so to speak, but there are things that we brought in from our past, my parents from theirs, and, you know, the Great Depression, and it's all of these things weren't that far away. So when you say that it came in maybe through a past life, I agree. It probably is a past life, and compounded is if we have that same common string, 
we're now dragging it in from the past from and, and in our life experience or even our grandparents or their grandparents. It's very amazing to me how many times the grandparents show up or great grandparents show up because they recognize that here's an opportunity to cut that root, as you're saying, off. Here's where it comes from. Help us heal it so that moving forward, it doesn't continue up the family line. And here, and here's something, this is science now, because I have a good mentor, Greg Braden. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. He said something so profound. It was like a light bulb went off. Because he talked about, you know, women are the creators to bring life. We're the portals. And he goes, if you look at trauma, emotional trauma, emotion, energy, emotion, okay, Whatever the, to be mother that's pregnant and carrying that child, whatever she's experiencing, so is that unborn child. Yes, ma'am. So if it's abuse, depression, war, if you look at the timelines of history of what was going on when your mother was around, what she was experiencing in her relationship and whatnot, that energy that's how it keeps passing on and we don't even realize this we're not acknowledging that that's part of the issue and i'm it's like hold up wait a second i was in my mother's womb she was in her mother's womb well how far back does this bullshit go well let me add a little bit more to that the eggs that were already in her and the baby the be in vitro it even goes as far as to the eggs because those eggs have that cell memory as well. So it's yes. already in there while your mom is pregnant. It's not only just the, you know, the, your, the daughter, it's also the granddaughter, the, the ones that are coming in next that are already there too. Are the grandsons. It's with oh, exactly. Yep. Exactly. The grandsons too. Yes, absolutely. That for me was mind blowing. I'm like, generational curses. Now, I don't want to make that a thing, but now I comprehend. It's not necessarily the terminology, but you're right. It is biologically in there. Mm -hmm. Energetically. Energetics. Yep. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. you know, in this sin word, mm -hmm. what a crock of shit that is. <laughs> Talk You're about really, guilting your people, huh? <laughs> you know, it, it's like there's no really such thing as sin. That was created by man. Mm -hmm. The original sin, yes. That's... You know, to me, what is... You know, I can't even say it's a sin, but it's like, you know, what a shame that you're running around like a robot in a program doing the same thing over and over and over bitching and complaining about this that but you don't see how you're living in the past by your habits but yet you want things to change well i know a great <laughs> definition for insanity you want you keep doing the same thing over and over but you want different results uh hello not work that way <laughs> you gotta change what's in here and what's in here mm-hmm because yes, honestly, we don't just have one brain. We have three brains. Yes, ma'am. Sing it. Sing Digestive it. brain, <laughs> which is connected to the, the emotions and whatnot. So is the heart. Uh-huh. Heart has a brain. Mm -hmm. And so does the mind. Mm -hmm. Intellectual, emotional, and, and centric. 
Yep. And if I may add a little asterisk, like an in parentheses, we also have that reptilian brain. <laughs> oh my gosh. The primal part of our brain. And it's like, all right, <laughs> it's time to evolve here. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's <laughs> the greatest quote I've heard from Dr. Wayne Dreyer is, you could choose to be the host of God or hostage to your ego. It's this, your call. This is correct. And adding this in, you know, we have these lineages and I don't want anybody to think that they are limited by what has come up in their, in their genetics or in their, your, your generational stuff. We also have neuroplasticity. So we have the ability to change these things. It's having the awareness and not running the silent loop or the hamster wheel, as one would say, without realizing if there's a loop, Let's find the loop and use that neuroplasticity to create these new changes. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like we wiring the brain to connect with the emotional energetic of, you makeup. know, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. We can do this. And that's what we're here to do. That's basically it is to acknowledge what the issue is and to say, all right, now that we know what it is, now that we're in awareness of what it is, now let's start making those changes. Let's acknowledge what they are in us first. You know, you can't, you know, the speck in someone's eye, you know, look in the mirror and recognize that there's a little bit of work in there. And then I tell you, in my experience, of course, my perspective, I've seen that when I've made those changes, I see how they make changes, especially in my own household. Everybody picks up and it's like, oh my gosh, yeah. And I tell my son, I said, if you learn something today, just because we're your parents and we're older, if you learn something and you're really through the, bring it to the table. This is all about getting everybody on this newer sense of awareness where we're doing things better, where we're working smarter, not harder. Thank you. You know what I mean? So if we have something that, hey, I got this, I've, I've spent my entire life, my entire life, and this is not even a joke feeling so excited about these new discoveries and wanting to share, look what I found, look what I found, so enthusiastic. And some people are just like, ah. And I'm like, how can you not be excited about this wonderful thing, whatever that was? And you know, that would hurt me. Eventually I'm just like, oh, oh, oh. You know, there was that, I'm excited, but then I'd be sad for them not wanting to be excited with me and to continue this thing and share it. I'm like, this is fabulous. How can you not want to share it and share back with me? You know, maybe I can inspire you and you bring it right back. This is what we're here for. And not you know, you mentioned that. And I, I'm like very passionate, excited too. When I discover something and learn something, I want to share it with others. Yeah. I got a reminder. They're not ready. They're not ready. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've learned be, that now. Be you. Be excited because you've discovered a piece of truth. There's so much more, but you're on your path. You got to let them be on, on their path, but then yeah. the universe will bring somebody to you that you could share. It's like sex, uh -huh. energetic energy exchange. There you go. Oh, I love that. Yes. That's what sex is. Honestly. It really is. Oh my God. So much so. So much so that was when, when I learned that I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> amen. When I, but you know, getting back to sex, it's that if you think about it, 
Sex is uplifting. It's pleasurable. It gets your body and the biochemistry to change, get it up to that highly elevated, you know, frequency at times. At first, it's the energetic exchange, but then it can get so intense that you have to release that energy by doing something physical. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, it, it's sad that people are so disconnected from the soul essence of who they are. If they could get that, they wouldn't have feel, you know, that anger, the resentment, the bitterness, even like probably unforgiveness uh, or have that controlling, dominating, energetic be in that field. If they experience the opposite, oh my God, it would totally blow their mind. Absolutely. 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 And I even asked the guides, I'm like, well, why doesn't everybody, you know, get on board with this? This is so much more pleasurable. And, you know, and then you experience something of the spiritual realm. When you tap into that kind of sex, oh my God, you four ecstasy. It's like, you don't need the pills. You don't need, a, you already have it in you. You got to tap in here, connect in here so you can expand it out. Absolutely. When you're able to do that, oh my gosh, how many people you touch just energetically. To yes. Heal, to awaken, to help them awaken. Oh. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's why I, I started my channel. I'm like, I'm going to get other people in here to help bring in the light, to help awaken by having them question even what I question and what the other person is, you know, in our conversation or have the aha moments. Absolutely. Absolutely. I believe that there is this thing, which is, uh, you know, one of the workshops that I teach. It's, it's this basic idea of how energy runs and what it looks like. It's not just turning on a, a, a lamppost and getting light. It's not a, just about the heat. I mean, we think about energy and there's so many different things. And when we talk about what it is to be magical and these connections of brains and, and you know, the science of it, for me, I'm a science girl as much as I am a spiritual girl. Put the things together and forget it. I, I have the best, you know, the best sandwich ever. The best sandwich and the yeah. best you know, vision for it all. So in this workshop that I'm teaching the um, energy 101, it's it's really getting to the heart of what is it? What does it look like? Get comfortable that we're around it all the time. It's it's here all the time. So it's not this, this woo-woo thing out there. Here's what it looks like. Now let's have a little conversation on how you perceive that. Some people perceive it through their senses and some people perceive it through their ears. And, you know, you get comfortable, which is something we touch things all the time. We look at things, we taste things. So why is it that this other thing, that's another aspect, another facet of what it is to be human that's there, let's bring it into it because now we take something that's very mundane from here and now becomes magical, but it's not magical. It really is already in there. It's part of our makeup. And it's so, in everything and everyone. Absolutely. Absolutely. Once you know, you that, energy. We we just got to get to that spot where we recognize this, that we want to tap it as this thing in a box that's taboo. When in actuality, we're tapping into it 
every moment of the day. So you want to be conscious of it or do you want to be unconscious of it? That's your choice. For me, I'd much rather be conscious of it and see how I can live a much more magical existence. When people come and they tell me, oh my gosh, you know, I think of other people. Oh, you created this and you created that and your life is so magical. Yeah, because I don't believe the hype. Yeah. it's So it is, I, I mentioned that because I want us to really realize just how full circle this thing really is. We give away our power when we're just plugged into the TV to whatever news source or whatever it looks like plugged in and what's next? Tell me what I need to be afraid, afraid of or leave that behind, tap into what is this energy signature of what is the bigger picture of what's going on. There's a whole nother existence out there and it's available to each and every one of us. And even history, because I love history. Yes. Because I have this, I uh, read a good book, uh, Stage of Time from Matthew LaCroix. Mm -hmm. and he goes through ancient history from going back to the Anunnaki. And mm -hmm. there was a quote that really was profound to him by another person. I can't remember the name. I'd have to go back and through the book to go through it. But it stated, if you don't learn your history, you're destined to repeat it. And with me, I look at it as the energetic traumas going back in history, even from the beginning of our creation, which there is a misconception about that. Big yeah. time. Yes. And I believe that's why a lot of people are struggling and going through what they're going through because they have a misconception of who they are, a false identity of who they are. And that's why they can't function. I agree. I agree. And really, truly live life. Yep. Absolutely. So there's history, there's science, there's spirituality. They go in tangent together right along with the limited beliefs, the programming, and the energetic traumas. Absolutely. Absolutely. The biography of, what is it? The biology of belief. Oh, that's Dr. Bruce Lipton. There you go. The biology of belief. I love him too. I do. I was so blown away. I'm like listening to this totally 3D or very, very grounded mind discover now this other thing that just threw out what he had learned and just or actually not thrown it out he actually just expanded upon it now he had a deeper comprehension of what's there that's that's pretty much what i want if we can get to that spot of just this deeper awareness and this connected we're we're halfway there we're halfway. oh yes yeah because if we like that unity consciousness because we're all connected we're just a dysfunctional family Absolutely, you know, and you know, Dr. Joe Dispenza, Greg Braden, and Dr. Bruce Lipton, they are like truly wow. I call them my three musketeers. There you go, there you go, there you go. And it, 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 it's the science of it, of how, and through their own personal experience, that validates and confirms because they had to go through that experience in order to wake up. And Dr. Joe Dispenza goes, why do you have to wait for a catastrophe or something so traumatic to happen for you to wake up? Why not wake up now? Exactly. Exactly. And the younger, the better for crying out loud. Oh, the yeah. The better. Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely. was just like. Mm -hmm. You know, another one that I, I really, really was following a lot more when I had a little more time. I've got to see what he's up to lately um, is uh, Nassim Haramein. 
Nassim Haramain, he's a, uh, I think he's a mathematician, but he's also into, he's got um, a project called the Resonance, the Resonance Project. And he's teaching about all of these different things, like the way that he approached the way that the universe is expanding and sacred geometry and how it's showing up and, and all of these different things. It's just, he's another amazing being, just totally amazing. Had concept of this when he was a child and some adhd and well you know what is this kid and when the teacher was teaching about you know the different types of math he's like well that's not the math i know so it got him into a lot of trouble here i was listening to his story early on and i mean he's just a brilliant mind nasim haramain wow that's really good stuff yeah that reminds me of another person that um I I follow is Dr. Robert Edward Grant. He's like the mathematician. He goes through the history of science of the pyramids, geometry, and all this. And then, you know, the like he shows you all the numbers 369. Yes, yes, yes. You know, I was just like, <laughs> oh my you God. Kidding me? Like the pyramid in Gaisa, the parameters, the diameters is so. He goes, it's so strategically planned yes. for a reason. Absolutely. Absolutely. And another uh, good mentor that I follow, and I've, I've been through a few of his workshops, and I continue following because I'm continuing expanding and learning about the ancient history, is, uh, now I'm, <laughs> oh, my God, uh, Forbidden Knowledge. Hmm. Hmm. Gotcha. I did just, Billy, I Oh my God, what is his name? I just had a brain fart. <laughs> that is so weird. Oh my God. That's it's funny. forbidden knowledge. Mm-hmm. I, I would not even look his age. Oh mm -hmm. my God. I was like, you're huh? <laughs> like, dude, wow. you don't look like that. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. And he wrote, oh, I know. Hold up. He wrote this good book that I actually read and I was so blown away by it. That I was like Billy Carson. Mm. He, the condemnation of the uh, Emerald Tablets. Emerald Tablets. Mm hmm. Oh, the Atlantinian. Mm. Nice. Nice. And that was an like, oh, my, it's like connecting more dots, connecting more dots. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I, the pieces all coming together now. Holy, I'm like, why doesn't other people? Like, get this. This, that's to, to me, it's like, it's a doggone shame, and this should be a sin. I'm sorry. Yep. Yep. I wonder if it's a banned book. <laughs> no, it's not. Honestly. No, I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. I know, but I know that, you know, there are things like, but you could get this book on Amazon. You could go that's to his webpage and get it. That's but wonderful. he is, oh my gosh. He had the quantum, her, uh, Gain a greater understanding of the quantum hermetica. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it, I was just like, and he compares. He'll 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 show you. He goes don't. And that's one thing I do love about him, and and have the utmost high respect for is he goes don't just believe what I'm telling you. Go and do your own research. That is your job to question. That is correct. So he provides the resources of where to go get it. He goes, this is what I found. I've discovered this. I wanted to go to these places, Egypt, Peru, all the, all of where 
the ancient history is because he questioned things and he was determined because he did have, I think it was a UFO encounter. He saw a UFO and that what as a kid, and that's what led him on his journey. And then it just opened up more and more for him. He is like, a, like he, he should be a professor, but he, he studied newer science. He's done really amazing things to where I'm like, Oh my gosh. Wow, that's amazing. I'm going to have to take a look at this guy. He's on YouTube. You could go to Forbidden Knowledge. He's on Instagram. Um, and he brings you, like, these are facts. Right, right. You know, that's he talks about the origins of religion. He talks about the Anunnaki. He talks about, you know, Thoth, um, Epic of Gilgamesh. Uh, I mean, so many other books. Like, I'm getting a few of them. Well, that's pretty interesting because I, I went ahead and the one that I was following for a while, haven't lately. Um, oh, my gosh. I just had his mind, too. His synchronicity key. Oh, my God. I can't believe I forgot his name, too. I just had it. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. I, we were doing the same thing. I read his very first book and this thing where you're talking about history repeating itself completely on point where he's talking about this is the loop and now we're on this loop so he's like he carved out again he also went to the different places found how the flower of life was at the bottom of the foot of the lion and went and actually got all these different pictures as well so it sounds like the same you know like a not the same thing but that they're doing more or less the same type of thing here's where i'm finding it his latest one was a synchronicity key where he does go over historical events and yeah. how to come back on a loop Oh, I want to have him on my show for sure. Oh my God, what's his name? David. David uh, Wilcock. David Wilcock. There you go. David Wilcock. I can't believe I almost forgot that. The synchronicity, synchronicity key. key. Uh, synchronicity key. And then the one before that was the one that I, I, in that book, I can't remember the name of it. But that was really where I went in. And he's talking, and it's a pretty big book. It's a pretty big read. But he's going the same thing, the tracing of the history and the royalty bloodlines and the Anunnaki and Anki. He goes through all of those as well. And the connections of the pyramids and what they found at the pyramids and these different you know, hieroglyphs. And, and this is what it looks like in the Sanskrit. So I'm on board with you. I got a different author, so I got to check out your guy. But this is the one that I was following for quite a while. I was pretty blown away. And this it leads me to, uh, this is why I am starting my workshops, you know, to, to get the, the timelines appear. Here's how history is repeating itself. That in like emotional energetic trauma, it just goes from generation to generation, but it takes form into a different life, not just individually. Exactly. But also collectively you're just it just took a different form exactly exactly and this is how it's showing up here's another opportunity where we can uplift it change it you know reverse it whatever it looks like but to be aware hey this is a loop what are we gonna do yeah right and not only that but we we connected through a uh, online platform called find uniquely you yep and I actually took uh, a course of yours. Uh, what's your superpower? Yes. Yes. And share with us how you got into how Find Uniquely You found you. So um, actually, Dana, I found Dana. Dana found me kind of thing. She's part of the, she's the, 
I don't know, CEO or, or you know, part of the well, group, founder, the, one of the founders of the group. And um, I had taken a retreat with her some t- about what, three years ago, four years ago. And um, from there, they, they, she hatched, no short of a, of a term, she hatched the idea of having this gallery. Her husband found her gallery. Um, Ubuntu Fish Gallery, and I, you know, stayed in connection. We had a connection there. I started teaching workshops at the gallery, and then COVID hit, and then we had to find a different way. And in the middle of that, this is a very simplistic way that it happened. There was a lot of little moving parts, but it just cohesively happened. Um, Angela popped back in the picture, and she was basically saying what her idea was of having this community, an e-learning community where we can all connect in a community, be very like-minded. So from there, this platform was created, Find Uniquely You, and I was asked if I wanted to be a a Uniquely You or You instructor, and went through the process as one of the original crew and um, came up with some workshops to teach as well, where we were mentioning about Energy 101 and then um, what's your superpower. I want people to know and get comfortable with the fact that these things are a thing. So from there, I met you in the workshop and and seeing that you have your, your, um, your platform here to be able to interview and talk about these things to get it spread far and wide. So I really love the fact that Uniquely You is this community where we're we're trying to find a space to feel safe, a space where we can have these conversations where not everybody maybe in our immediate environment is up to doing it. So I've always wanted that in my own realm. There was only certain people I can have certain conversations with. And but for the most for the most part, this isn't conversation that most of my family would indulge in, or maybe some of my friends. So then being in this community, we can each tap into now. Self-expression. And you don't have to be like constrict yourself because that does more damage later if you're not able to, you know, talk freely and express your true self, your true authentic self. And that's what, when Dana contacted me, I'm like, oh, I felt like this is the space for you. Right. This is the place where you're going to expand your spiritual gifts. Yes. You know, and share and teach and educate. So I loved this idea. And thank God for Angela. You yes. know, with that, she got spiritually inspired to create this state. And this is for people, this is for anyone that is you know, questioning, going through things that they don't understand, they don't know where else to go, this is the place to go, find uniquely you. It is just, they got music, they got, um, you know, books, they've got coaches like you, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, there's someone in there that does ASL through music. Yes. There's, there's a little bit of everything. There's the chakra teaching. There's, you know, if you've been in, in uh, recovery, you, you have a group. And when we get together and our classes are always taught, this is a space where people are going to be vulnerable and we want to be respectful of that. So we're very, very mindful to have a space where there's a nurturing space, there's a safe space, and there's also accountability. Like, how can you say, I'm going to come to this thing and I want to make these changes and then not do your work? So this is a space where we're going to keep you or keep us all in this community in a safe space. And we all have to 
put in or do our own work as well. No freeloaders. Yep. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I feel like this this is like the timing is so synergistic. Yeah. Like synchronicity. And I look forward to where it's going, you know, how it's going to grow and expand. Yes. And I'm like, all right, now I, I'm like connecting the dots. And I'm like, okay, all right. I'm not yes. sure how all this is going to happen, but I'm excited. I feel it. Yes. You know. It's the moving, the moving and the moving forward. And each time that you move a trajectory, each time you have an awareness of something, it's that degree. And then, like, I always tell my people, they're, they're, they're like, I'm stuck. I'm stuck. I'm like, no, no, no. Take a look at where you were last year. Take a look at where you were last month or even six months ago. You are moving the needle. It's not as much as you want to, but you are moving the needle and you are making that progression. So as long as you're putting one foot in front of the other. Right. And I don't look at it as being stuck. Mm -hmm. I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, there's a delay. Exactly. I like that. There's just yep. a delay. No big deal. Don't worry. Don't, don't panic. Don't fret no, it. Not. There's a delay for a reason. You don't know what that reason is. It could be a blessing that will open a door and just in this synchronicity way that you. Yep. That is there. Ah. Present. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I agree. It is fascinating. Now when I go through things, I'm like, okay, this is just a delay. I don't know how long the delay is going to be, but you know, it's like being on a flight. You're going on a flight. You're, you know, waiting to take off. Yes, ma'am. But there's been a delay. The plane hasn't arrived. They're having some kind of issue. You don't know what that issue is, but you're going to get on the plane eventually. Yeah. So, Take a chill pill and enjoy the ride. <laughs> you, know? you have an, a few extra minutes to read a chapter in your book, maybe. <laughs> yeah, you know, or meditate, listen to some, you know, music to get your, you know, keep that that good vibe, you know, state of being. Yep, yep, yep. Awesome, awesome. Well, so when. Wendy, I and I enjoy having conversations like this with people like you. I really do. <laughs> Just, yeah. Yay. Can I, can I add just a little thing? I wanted to mention, I didn't get a chance to, to mention it earlier. Um, I will be um, featuring a booth in the South Florida Zen Festival. If anybody's local in Fort Lauderdale or even in the area that want to make the little drive, um, I will be having a little booth with my husband and we'll be putting together our little crystal grids and that kind of thing. So pop on over and take a look and find us there. And I'll be also having some um, Uniquely You stuff to hand out as well. So if anybody wants to find out a little bit more about Uniquely You, I'll be handing out some stuff there too. We can have a little chat. Maybe Spirit might have a message or two. We can have a little chat there, but you can find me there October 2nd from 12 to 6. 12 to 6. Awesome. And um, then we have our open house in Uniquely You on the 1st of October. So I don't, I almost forgot to mention that. Um, so it's an open house for uniquely you come and get your tickets, uh, sign up. If you haven't gotten an account on finduniquelyyou.com, get yourself an account, get yourself the ticket to come to the open house, which it's, I think it's a six hour block and there's going to be prizes and we're going to be teaching little pop-up classes, little mini classes. So you can get a gist of what we're all about. And uh, we look forward to seeing anybody who signs in and joins. Awesome. Uh, unfortunately, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it uh, mm -hmm. 
to the open house due to the fact that I am actually going to celebrate for the first time my son's birthday that I reconnected with. So I'm leaving that Friday oh. and I'll be coming back Sunday. So he is so stoked. He he already has our plans of what we're going to do for oh, Saturday. Okay, son. <laughs> I got total goosebumps. That's beautiful. I love it. Yeah, I look forward to it. I'm excited. That was my birthday gift um, that my boyfriend uh, purchased the plane tickets for me to go see. That's awesome. That's awesome. You know, before you go, as always, Spirit hit me to pick up a card for you. Do you mind? Oh, if I okay. Okay, so I picked up a card. You're going to see it backwards. It's a rowboat, but the card says, moving on. It's time to let go of the past and move on. How appropriate. Uh -huh. Don't allow your past to hold you back from greatness, happiness, and healing. Additionally, this card represents moving into a new home, leaving a stagnant relationship or job. For me, oh, <laughs> there's several things in there. So I believe that you've got a lot of beautiful things heading your way, honey. Yes, and, and I'm learning to let go. And I, yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> thank you so much for the opportunity. And, and thank you for having this chat. I totally love this too. This totally lit me up. Oh, me too. I love this. It's like that synergistic energy exchange. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> well, thank yeah. you, Wendy. Uh, yes, if anybody wants a reading, uh, all the information, even to go to your workshop, everything is in the description notes. Yes. So check Wendy out. And thank you so much again for this. Very moment. welcome. God bless. Enjoy, everybody. Have a blessed one. Well, there you go. Uh, spirituality, and I just love talking about this. This is to help awaken and heal and transform whenever you're ready. Now you have people to go to that will support you, help you, and guide you on your soul purpose and your journey. And that's what we came here to do as star seeds and light workers and so much more. So stay tuned. And before I forget, Jewelry is provided by Pretty Bling Boutique and skincare and makeup provided by Pharmacy. If you want to know more about that, just click on the links below. Until then, stay tuned. You never know who I'm going to get on this show.